Welcome to the Black Wine Social, a space that promotes positivity and love for Black culture. Join us as we learn and discover a variety of wines while discussing relationships, health, culture, spirituality, and much more. So please, sit back, relax, and pour a glass. Enjoy the show. What's going on? Welcome to the Black Wine Social Podcast. We're your host, Marcus. And I am Ashley Kay. And on today's talk, we're going to talk about where is the love? So when it comes to love and relationship, what do you think love is? What does love mean to you, one? And then we'll add on to the topic about where's love? How do we find it? How do we recognize it? And what does it mean when two people are fully invested into love? So question number one, what is love to, what does love look like to Ashley? Well, I would say when I think about love or loving relationship, I think about two people who give freely without uh, without thinking about it. You just give freely. You know that on a relationship, it's a partnership, and there are certain things that you're going to give. There's other things the other person will give. It's a give and take. So when I think about love, I think about there being balance. I think about freely giving i think about positivity i think about growing each other helping the person grow as an individual and also growing as a couple and for me i would say love is when two people are into a situation wholeheartedly um they're they know what the bigger picture is um every everybody will know what's best for themselves but when you take it upon yourself to focus on your partner best interest is this shows the level of love that you have because you know what makes you happy you know what makes you sad but how can you make life with your partner a little bit better every minute of the day or what is it you can do as a spouse to let your partner see that you care about them genuinely um love is something that you don't think about it's an act that you do and you want to be that person that can show your feelings through action, through words, through just, you know, just be subliminal without even questioning or thinking about what what it is that you're doing. Yeah, that's true. And also, when you think about it, it's also something that has to deal with being selfless in the situation. Not to say that you're just giving, 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 but in a sense where there's balance but that you're also that you're also being free with your giving mm-hmm. i have this book that i've been reading called the mastery of love and it brings out a really good point so i just want to read it really quick where it says if you understand the concept of the wounded mind you will understand the reason why romantic relationships are difficult the emotional body is sick It has wounds. It has poison. If you are not aware that we are sick or that our partner is sick, we become selfish. And this is so true, especially in a sense where a person can be overly combative when they do something for their partner. Like, oh, I do this for you. Or they're always bringing up what they do for the other person as if it's not part of a relationship to do for one and the other one also does for you Mm -hmm. so i think in that sense you have to for yourself if that if you're that partner or if you have a partner who's like that you have to realize okay 
what within this person, what is their emotional body saying? Is there a past uh, trauma or is there uh, something in their life that happened that can create within them to feel that by showing love, by giving freely, that they feel diminished somehow as a person? Yeah, because when it comes to relationship, I think the misconception of love is that it helps the relationship develop and grow. That if you invest so much love into the relationship, people can triumph through things. But it's a lot of work when it comes to relationship with love. Um, when you are in love with someone, doing things for that person won't seem like a task. It will more so feel like a reward because you're actually helping enhance and rewarding yourself. You see your partner do well because you want them to do well. So your partner works hard every day, for example. You'll, you'll go to work. You'll have all your bags packed. You'll have all your lunch ready to go. You have all your tasks ready at hand, but then I'll make you a cup of coffee or I'll make your breakfast because those simple tasks that I do for you, I know it will go a long way because one, you're going to have food ready to eat. You're going to have coffee ready to go, but those kind gestures shows you that my partner has my back. They, My partner knows that you know, I have so much that I need to do throughout my day, but he's making my day easier by doing these little things for me. In return, you will do things for me as well. And I think the give and take is a kind of challenge for people when it comes to having a strong, committed relationship. Because if a person, for example, is asking you to do do them a favor, you may think that, oh, I'm not being submissive to you. I think you brought out a wonderful point in terms of having your partner's back. All the little things that we do for one another, all the loving things that we do, even if it's something very minute, that shows that you have that person's back. It shouldn't be a, such a grand gesture gesture, or it shouldn't be something that, you know, it has to be a, a life or death situation for you to realize that this person has your back. So, at the point when it comes time when a person asks a favor and you become combative, you have to ask yourself, why am I combative? And you also have, the other person should be asking, why are they combative? Why do they feel that this small task, this minute task, this favor that I'm asking is large? Why do I now feel that this person doesn't have my back because they're fighting with me on a request that I am asking of them. Both parties have to understand if you're in a relationship, if you're in a partnership with someone, there's going to be requests, there's going to be things that you're giving, there's going to be things that are being taken from you. If you're a person who feels that I deserve XYZ, I'm not going to do XYZ, then at that point you should Try to evaluate yourself and see why it's so difficult for you to want to give, for you to have issues when people request things of you. Because if you have a problem with giving, then you should not be in a relationship because a relationship is a partnership. And if you can't be a partner, if you can't uh, come emotionally, financially, spiritually, mentally, and give to this person, then 
it won't be a fulfilling relationship. It won't be a complete relationship because one person will always feel that they're doing more than the other. So I think that's that's a big part of understanding why it's important to understand that a loving relationship is one that gives freely, is one that is a partner with another person and both parties give and take on both small and large tasks. So what do you think the challenges are in relationship when it comes to love? Do you feel people are not expressing love freely or people are just not emotionally invested in that relationship? Mm -hmm. I would say... Especially these days, like for instance, we watched the video the other day. Um, I, w- I like to call it the fix him a plate video because the girl was having trouble or complaining about um, if she was cooking food or something, she would not fix her partner a plate. She wouldn't get him a plate because it's like he has arms, he has legs, he can do it himself. And the other lady in the interview was saying, well, yeah, you know, he has arms and he has legs and all this stuff. He's able-bodied. But at the same time, why would it be a thing for me to get some food for someone that I love, to provide for someone that I love? Because he provides in other aspects of the relationship. I think these days, a lot of times people are so caught up in the task instead of realizing that both people bring things to the table. And if you're with someone and you feel that it's a chore for you to do for them, then maybe you're not ready for the relationship or you're not with the right person. Because when you're with the right person, you don't feel that it's a task. I think a lot of times um, these days, the problem is people don't see or probably don't have enough examples of loving, positive relationship where both partners do for each other willingly and lovingly without having complaints about it or without having to fight. So this fighting attitude really has no space in a relationship, in a positive, healthy, loving relationship. So I think a lot of times people probably have negative examples of love and then they try to use words such as uh, being submissive, old school, traditional like relationships in order to minimize the positivity and how those type of relationship grows. And also I think a lot of times when those words are used, people think that, oh, okay, well, if it's submissive, then it has to be the female being submissive. But that's not true. Again, going back to the idea of relationship, partnership, both parties are going to submit to one another depending on the situation. There may be some things that one person is great at that takes the lead and the other person will fall back and vice versa. So I think taking the, the under, really understanding the background of what it means instead of just focusing so hard on the details and focusing so hard on what other people think it means without having positive examples around them to show them what it means um it's control for me you're in a relationship with somebody that you want to get to learn more about develop stronger feelings grow a foundation and nowadays it's like you you watch videos on youtube and you read stuff on instagram and 
is people just going back and forth with each other. Um, I'm not going to do X, Y, and Z. I'm a modern this. I'm a modern that. I'm not traditional. Or you have men who are just out there just pretty much just, just going about life all willy-nilly, all free with all kinds of... In a negative way. In a negative way. <laughs> you know, it was going crazy. But why why does it have to be a fight in a relationship that two people agreed to be in? You get what I'm saying? That's a question you have to ask. I chose to be with you. But why am I making the decision that you made a lot challenging for you? Like, why am I making it harder for you? Okay, if I'm with you, there's going to be expectations that you want in your man. I'm not saying you want me to make $10 million every week to make sure I pay for your nails to get done and take you on all kinds of vacation trips. But if I am a man for you, there's some things as a man that there's roles as a man that I need to provide for you. And there's roles in, in, a, in a woman that I need from, from you. But I can still do things for you freely and comfortably and not think twice about it but it's like people want to fight each other because oh my man asked me make him a plate i'm not gonna make him a plate but guess what some other woman will make him a plate oh i'm not gonna be here to take care of this woman to do things for her but there's other men out there that will do that but you will be more susceptible and comfortable to wonder why your partner is moving in a different direction because you don't want to take two seconds out of your life to do something nice and with that being said, like the same way, like you said, okay, I'm not going to make him a plate. Somebody else will. But at the same time, like if your oil needs to be changed in your car, even though you're an able-bodied person, I'm sure you would more so appreciate if your boyfriend, husband, lover, partner did that for you. Mm-hmm. It's not about the fact that you're healthy and able-bodied to do something. It's the fact that the person cared about you enough to say, hey, let me let me do this. They've been working hard. I know I work hard too, but that's fine. They've been working hard. I see that. I appreciate that. Let me show that. Let me show him. Let me show her that I appreciate by doing this, this kind gesture. And I think people forget that. The kind gesture. Kindness. You. It's so easy to you know, go out and you see a person, you know, carrying a whole bunch of bags and you don't even think about it. You hold the door. You're like, oh, this person might drop this. Let, let me help them. Let me let me hold the door. Oh, this person is trying to get in the lane. Let me um, slow down driving a little bit so they can get in this lane so they can make their turn. You don't even think about those things. So why do you have to think so hard about doing something kind for the one that you not only share your body with, you share your mind with, most of the time you probably share your finances with. So the simple thing of doing kind gestures, showing love in that sense, should not be a task. It shouldn't be a chore to do. It should just be something that you want to do for your partner because it's something that's going to help benefit them going down the line because it's going to help benefit you. If you know, you're, if we are in a relationship, I want to make sure that my partner knows, one, their position being with me, and two, that I'm here for her. I'm not going to argue with somebody that looks up to me for protection, for provision, for guidance. That's my role as a man to give you. And yet at the same time, 
as a woman, there's things that I look for. You know, I'm looking for somebody that can give me compassion, somebody that can show me a different side of emotional intelligence, emotional availability, how to not be responsive or impulsive to things, but how to take a step back to think. And that's the benefit when you have a partner that is willing to work with you, that is open to work with you. Nowadays, people aren't willing to give certain things because sometimes people don't know what it means to give. Everybody knows how to take, take, take. But when a well runs dry, what do you do next? You go to the next well until it runs dry. Instead of investing it into that well, making it better, replenishing the water back into it so you can continuously prosper from that water that's building up because you're helping encourage nothing but natural flow because energy is transferable. If you give positivity, positivity will be returned back to you. But if you invest nothing but negativity, you wonder why karma is smacking you in the face with nothing but negativity. That's a good point. Because if you think about it, if someone comes into a relationship with a negative attitude or this attitude that I'm not going to do this for this person off the rip, like from the beginning, then you could be with a partner who is so loving, so caring, so giving. But if they see that your attitude is always argumentative, always defensive, always not willing to compromise, not willing to give, not willing to sacrifice, then that person starts to become aggressive. That person starts to become combative. Why? Because you you transferred your, I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to share, I'm not going to love attitude to that person. And it continues. Like Even if you have, let's say, something that happened to you in the past, that's why it's a lot of times it's great for if you had a relationship and you guys broke up or whatever, it's good to take a break because you have to clear that energy out so you don't transfer that on to the next person because you might be with an amazing person, but if you carry that baggage over, that negativity over, then obviously that attitude and the results will also transfer over into the next relationship. So we recognize things that can contribute to why there may be a lack of love or understanding in a relationship with two people, but where do you find a love? So both parties can come into the situation with the same mindset. Like I said, like I I am a strong believer of example, leading by example, looking at the proper examples. If you are in a circle of friends or even family members, who have relationships that you are not interested in having because there are friends or family members who have negative, toxic relationships, unloving relationships, and you as an outsider looking, you're just like, oh, I don't want any part of that. I wouldn't be with a woman like that. I wouldn't be with a man like that. Okay, at least you identify what you don't want. So now find examples of what you do want. There, There are many beautiful black couples who are thriving, who support each other, who are loving, who are raising children together under one roof, married, righteous, beautiful stuff. If you don't have that in your immediate circle of friends or family members or people that you know, it's okay. Look outside to what you want. And when you are in a relationship, evaluate if that's what you're getting. But also know that in order to receive that type of energy, in order to receive that type of love, you have to be willing to 
come with, come with that type of love first. Don't expect someone to give you everything and then you'll say, okay, after I see that you give me this, then I will give you love. I will show you that I'm loving. I will show you that I'm caring. No, come with love, come with caring, come with, you know, positive energy. And so that person could also see where you're coming from and show it. You're probably thinking, oh, well, why do I have to do it first? Why not? That's what your objective is in the relationship. All you can do is be in control of your 50% of the relationship. The other person has to come with the other 50 so you guys can be 100 together. I would say for me is understanding your purpose of being in this relationship. If two people are in a situation where they want to be in love, where they want to grow a family, where they want to travel the world together, just as long as you have the same common goals, that's going to be part of your foundation of developing love. Is I understand people say opposite attract. Yeah, sometimes it's always important to find somebody that you can relate to. Because it, it makes it easier to develop the love. Then from there, just work. Love is work. You're going to have to work every day. It's just like you waking up every morning, going to your job, doing your nine to five every day. You go to work, you listen to your boss, you do what needs to be done, then you go home. But when you go home, you're with your partner. Your partner that you see that smiles every day when they see your face when you come home. What is it I can do to make my partner happier? What is it I can do to let my partner know that I care about my partner? Um, just sitting there and making sure that we're eating dinner together, we're reading together, we're taking time to watch a movie together. Just doing the small things that add on to the relationship that makes it grow and just continuously allow it to progress. Because what happens is when you become stagnant or complacent or, or sometimes even comfortable, you create that lag. Or you create that, oh, that person changed. They're different now. They're not who they used to be. But instead of you looking at that person as if they're different, look at yourself as if, okay, what can we do now in our relationship to expand it even more? Thank you for joining us in today's topic. If you enjoyed this content, please follow and share. We look forward to sharing our next glass with you. Cheers. Cheers.